Everyone, you're listening to Battle Red Radio. I'm Matt Weston. This evening, I'm joined by the Georgia to my Pennsylvania, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man? I really wish I was Nevada. You I really wish Nevada? that you could make me Nevada. All right, you After Nevada. the Brian McKnight meme, that's all I want to be. I just want to be Brian McKnight. I miss me, Brian McKnight. You want me, you want me to do that over again? That's what I want you to do. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Battle Red Radio. I'm Matt Weston. This evening, I'm joined by the Nevada to my Pennsylvania, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man? Doing all right, man. I'm doing a little slow tonight. I don't know what it is, but me in Nevada, I'm just just a slow poke, you could say. Mm-hmm. How are fine. you doing? I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, yeah? I got energy. I'm sad I had a really funny joke uh, for this week, but since we don't know who the presence still is, I wasn't going to be able to make it. So maybe for another day. <laughs> Wait, so it, it does it have to be a certain one? I mean, I guess I can just say so I don't forget it. I was well, like if uh, the, if Biden won, I was gonna be like, yeah, as a Jim and Pam's wedding Democrat, I'm very happy about the results right now. And then if Trump won, I was gonna be like, as a Michelle Obama is secretly a man Republican, I'm very happy with the results right now. <laughs> and so I didn't get the chance to make that joke it, how I wanted to, but you know, here we are. And uh, it's fun. It's fun stuff. It's fun to have the walls of reality, you know, completely melt around us month after month after month after month. I'm not. I'm not going to comment on this on the second part of that joke. First part of the joke, yeah, the office. So you think that Jim's brothers were probably like the only one conservatives in the building? I don't know. <laughs> Who else would be though in the office? Uh, I just mean like the idea of it. Like I, like I, I've. I just my life was so good when Obama was president, sort of thing. Oh my god! That's what I mean by that joke. You know what? I just want to go back to the early two thousands when you could put inappropriate things on television. Oh yeah, and then it's okay. You know, in Survivor, they would just they would say the most like sexual comment, be like, "Man, look at her! Look at her in that beach, just, <laughs> just walking." And you're just like, "This is kind of inappropriate for national television." Even Jeff Probe was making sex comments. Jeff Probe, the host. Yeah. He would never do that now. Different America. Dude, CBS would never allow these things. Nothing. I want to go back to then. I mean, I, I would never watch CBS again, though. What is Survivor, man? It's still, you can't beat it. I've wa- I, we've had this conversation before. I've yeah, watched I Survivor Outback with Colby, and he lost to that like 40-something-year-old woman from Tennessee. It's Tanya. Is her name Tanya? Yeah, I think her name is Tanya. Yeah, yeah. And that was, that was the only one I watched. Hold on. But you know why it's not? Because I rewatched all these now. Just to comment on this real quick. Yeah. Kobe chose to take her. He knew that he was going to lose to her and still took her because he goes, I want to be the nice guy and play the fair game. You know who does that now? Nobody. Losers. Screw that. Losers, Losers do, do that. That's what happens, man. Good. He deserves to lose. Never won. I just remember being like sad and I was like, hey, it was like, I really want Kobe to win. Kobe's cool. <laughs> I like Kobe star. Jack Cheese and he's Kobe and... Is that is that really what you yeah, like as Colby a, Jack as a, Cheese? As a fat nine-year-old, I was like, <laughs> I like the fact that his name's Colby, and I like Colby, and that's my favorite cheese. Dude, you were just grown in your body. 
that, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's play a game real fast. It's called Rank These Quarterbacks. Okay. All right. Daniel Jones, Ooh. Drew Locke, oh. Gardner Minshew, Ooh. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. Okay. I'm going to go Darnold. One? Ba- yeah, yeah. Darnold's my one. Baker's my two. I'm going to go Minshew three. No, no, no. I'll go Danny Dimes three. Minshew four, lock five. Interesting. That's what I'm going to go with here. And here's my thing on why the Donald numero uno. I don't think he's giving a fair shot here. I mean, he hasn't. Yeah. He re- like, so what am I going to be grading him on? Which, what he Maybe has- you should go to Dallas next year. I wouldn't mind that. I would love to be just collecting redheads. Just let me he's, collect the redheads. He's head. more like a strawberry blonde. Oh, God. <laughs> the man has red hair. Not really. Talk about a race going extinct. He looks like a, a guy who turns into a vampire like 10 minutes into a movie. I agree. The only thing is durability with the guy, right? Because I mean, but again, like he's getting blitzed all the time, and they yeah. can't, they they cannot create a hot, a hot rod all for him. So I, every time he gets blitzed, he's just like suffocated. What's that contract? Is he done after this year? Well, he was drafted in sixteen. It has to be this year. This is year four. Yeah, you don't get a five-year deal. Unless it was seventeen, it's a four-year deal, but then you yeah. can add the fifth year to it. He so Watson was drafted in seventeen, so he's sixteen. Okay, you're gonna have to look this up too. Because if, if this is his last year on the contract, I'm really wondering where he's gonna be able to go. If I'm Dallas, why not? Because he, it's not like he's gonna be demanding a high cost. He, I mean, how can he? Because there's nothing to really back it up with. Yeah, I'm stupid. Um, he was drafted in 2018. Actually, what? Yeah, I thought he was before. Wow, I thought, of, okay. I just remember the Colt, the Jets trade up like three second round picks to take him. And the Colts to Quinn Nelson, and then like Bill Barnwell held some sort of like a trade idea column that nobody traded all, but uh, one of the trades was the Colts trade second round pick for Sam Darnold. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, you can have this back. We'll take him off your hands now, which That's made sweet. me laugh. Uh, but yeah, that'd be a good spot though. I, I wouldn't mind. What it. would you give up for him? Third round pick. That works. Okay. I mean, yeah, if third round pick, if that's what gives me Darnold, I'm happily willing to take that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. So I have it a little bit different, though. I have Minshew one. What? Why? I like Minshew. I, I know that you like him, and I'm not saying I don't like him and either, but is he good? I think he's good, but I think the problem for him is that like he's had two different offenses. The team okay. has never really built around him at all. Well, the first time, they no treated way. him like a, you know, a stepchild from like the third marriage, you know? It's fair. And, uh, and like, he's only paid $600,000 a year. And, like, I really would like to see Jackson be like, yeah, we have 90 million cap space. We have a top five pick. And I know it's hard to not draft a quarterback when you have a top five pick and you're not fully settled. But I'd like to see him be in that role. And, like, again, I think he's going to be, like, at least like Ryan Fitzpatrick, where he's going to be in the league. You're going to see him start for, like, a different team every year. He's never going to go away. But I like his deep ball. I think his like mid, his short accuracy's improved this year. His biggest problem is in the pocket. He gets kind of lost, and he he needs more time to like see the game quicker. He has a little bit of a slow brain, you know. I guess it just seems like that his receivers aren't bad, which is why I'm saying that his numbers. Yeah, are... Chark got hurt though, and they've had problems communicating. Yeah, well, whose fault is that? I mean, what are you guys doing? You guys are supposed to be communicating the off season. You guys are supposed to be living Char- next I don't door. Th- I don't think Chark likes him very much though. He has <laughs> bad by like against that Chargers game. He was just like. For those that can't see, Matt is shaking his head right now, looking at the watch, <laughs> uh, <laughs> breathing heavily. 
So I have actually I've so I've Minshew one, I've Daniel Jones two. Okay. And then I Mayfield three, which just sounds absurd. Whoa. But the thing about Jones is that like the spot that like the like again, like the team is in hate Darnold. Well, I, I don't well the thing is like I just don't like this it's the same thing as kind of Darnold. Like I don't know what the setting they're in. You know what I mean? And I hate this offense the Giants have been running for them. And without Saquon, like their whole plans get kind of screwed up. And last week was the first who they actually threw the ball downfield with, with Daniel Jones. Uh, I have Mayfield three, then I have Darnold, and then I have Drew Locke five. Yeah, Drew Locke, we both have him at five. I'm so mad he won that game last week too. Yeah, he did nothing all game. But he has dance moves, isn't that? What he actually wants is a pretty see? good dancer. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> he reminds you like a fourth grader at a talent show. And you're like, yeah, all right. All right, man. Somebody <laughs> get the really kid off the stage. Yeah, it kind of weirds everybody out. Yeah, and everyone just claps just so that he feels appreciated when, in fact, everyone's uncomfortable. Yeah, his downfield throws are the worst, though. He yeah. just throws out bounds. Like, he, he doesn't just, even give guys a shot at all. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem too solid as far as, I don't know if the confidence may be, but, yeah, I don't like anything I just don't like I've him seen. downfield. Like, everything's short, you know. At least the other guys that we mentioned has like some type of moments where you're like, okay, I see something there. Yeah, yeah. There's like a moment where you're like, ooh. I haven't had a moment right. from Locke. That's no. why I put him at five. Zero. Yeah. Zero. And that's what I'm saying with Donald. I've at least seen something, man. And, I and like some of the things I've seen when at least there's some type of quality players around. Yeah. I and can't blame him. The other thing about Locke, too, like this is the same problem he had last year. He couldn't throw a ball downfield. Everything was short. He was a little, you know, a little scary cat back there. It doesn't work. And on that game winning drive he had against Los Angeles, it was everything was short. Then there was the pass interference penalty in the end zone, and they threw a one yard touchdown to KJ Hamler. You're not impressed by the one yard touchdown? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I don't know why these teams have done this too. Like Tennessee to Houston, the same thing as Tennessee, where they just played zone. Like, yeah, throw to the flat. Oh, now you're at the 25 yard line, and there's four seconds left, and here's AJ Brown. You know, like I don't understand. Just play man. Blitz them a little bit. You know, put some heat on them. Yeah, but whenever you're on the one yard, you're just always so afraid that they're just going to, like, do a QB sneak or just run the ball in. Well, I'm so just talking about, like, this, the 75 yards before they get oh. to that point. And they're just playing They're playing quarters, like, yeah, th- throw in the flat and run out of balance and do that 12 times. And, oh, oh gosh, actually, we're here now. Yeah, well, you're saying that, like, when the team is playing it safe and all that and the prevent yeah. defense versus just kind of... They play four deep. And, and then, that's where I've even seen, too, where, for example, the team is... It's, like, third and nine or fourth and nine or something, and the guys are playing 15 yards back. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, if you stop them on this play, then you actually get the ball back. Mm-hmm. So why don't you actually try instead of just playing prevent? It's always fun they miss a tackle, too, it's and awful. they give it up. <laughs> it's awful to watch. Yeah, I guess the point of this exercise is that... I don't know. Like, I really have no idea what's making these quarterbacks still. Well, and I again, what you and I have talked about. So, Locke, you and I just don't like because this year he was supposed to improve with the long throwing. Minshew, uh, fair, fair not, fair not shy. Yet. He's never going to get a fair shot, not. Is that even like a word? But, yeah, I just I don't know if he has that fair of a shot for me on my end yet for me to be able to judge. Darnold sure as hell hasn't had a fair enough chance yet, which is why I'm happy if he comes over to Dallas where we can see what the guy can do with weapons. Mm-hmm. He's not going to cost a lot. 10 mil a year? 12 No, mil? less than that. That's what I'm saying. No, he'd be like four and a half. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That sounds and you have an, amazing. And you have an expensive roster already. And we can just draft defensive players. Why is this sounding better and better to me? But that's what I'm saying with Darnold. Mayfield is the kind of where, dude, you're running out of time. He, We're running out here. Yeah, and like all he does is roll right and roll left, and he can't do anything against the pressure at all. And then, like last week was really windy, and I understand that. 
But like, come on, man. Yeah. And Danny Dimes. He's the Raiders have an awful pass defense. No, I agree. Nothing. Matt, he provided nothing. I even said, I go, well, yeah, Baker's going to be able to start throwing it around everybody. It was really I windy. look like an ass. No, nah, but like, it was a really, like, Carr threw the ball, I think, 14 times that game. Yeah, but still. Because it was so, I think I like windy games more than snow games. Yeah, but when Carr has his eyeliner on, he'll never lose. Ooh. Ooh. I think I like windy games more than snow games because. Like, snow games, like, you can see it. You know what I mean? Like, you can see how the weather is affecting. It's like, yeah, it's cold. I can see the snow. But the wind, you're like, what the hell was that? Dude, that was awful. What are you doing on the field? Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. It's 45 miles per hour. Well, the only way you can really sit at the goalpost or, like, shake it back. Yeah, and then you see the field goal kicks. Like, yeah, they can't kick the ball farther than 27 yards. So, they're going four and fourth and four right here. And they didn't get it, but it's better than a field goal. Yeah, that's true. So, I like wind games, I think, more than snow games. Also, did you know that there's two P. Ryans in the NFL? Okay, I know P. Ryan is the running back, and then the other P. Ryan... Is a running back, too. Whoa. For the Bengals. Okay, I did not know this. And they're cousins, too. Interesting. I was like, wait, there's... Well, I would hope so, because how... Is I was, that a common last name? I was really hoping they weren't going to be cousins. I was like, <laughs> so oh, please, a, please, 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 please. don't be cousins. Sucks. Oh my so I'm disappointed. So would you rather be the head coach of the New York Jets with Trevor Lawrence or be the head coach of the Houston Texans next year with Deshaun Watson? Houston Texans next year with Deshaun you Watson. pick the Texans? Okay. Yeah, because I know what I'm going to get. Because here's also the thing, too. Now, I don't know any of them, but isn't there like three quarterbacks in this draft that everyone's trying to decide There's between? the guy from North Dakota. Yeah. He played one game and sat out the rest of the year. I love it. There's Fields in Ohio State. That's who it is. It's And then Fields. there's Lawrence in Clemson. That's who they're saying is like gaining traction. And, and there's, even that, there's that guy in BYU that like uh, like six foot ten little Mormon guy. He always wears a headband. I don't know if that's little, six foot ten. I mean six foot. He's six foot. Oh, <laughs> six foot ten yeah. is not a little Mormon he, guy. He wears kind of like a do rag sort of thing too. Oh my god, how are you a Mormon and wearing? <laughs> and he's like drinking Sprite on the sideline and and you know rapping along to songs, but not saying the cuss words in them. Oh my god! Listen to kids bop on the sideline. Kids bop. He is doing the Kendrick Lamar. The kids bought yes. Walmart version. Yes. By the way, did you know that buying little uh, CDs as a kid at Walmart where they're always, uh, they have the explicit, yeah. the explicit, they don't have those CDs at Walmart. Oh, really? They were always canceled out. They're always the clean version hmm. CDs. That's no fun. That's no fun at all. I'm trying, I'm buying the CD so I can hear the racial slurs that Eminem is saying right now. That's exactly That's why I'm buying are. this album. Yes. That's why I'm tricking my mother to buy this album. That's exactly what's happening. Uh... Also, so the Houston Texans preview for this week. Uh, Jake Futon is starting. Former six-round pick from Oregon State. Nobody's ever watched him play before. They're going with him instead of Mike Glenn, which is good. It adds some intrigue to to this game, I guess. And uh, huh? that adds the intrigue to the game. Yeah, Jake Jake's Futon. <laughs> Jake's Futon. Are there spiders in it? What is that stain? Why is that arm there a little creaky? Is that a splinter? I, dear God, I hope that's a splinter. That's all the things that we get to look forward to at Jake's Futon. Are you proud of yourself? I just came up with Are that. Are you proud of yourself right now? This is what you hopefully just it's came not, This hope, is what you're spending your time doing. Hopefully that's a splinter instead of a rusty nail. What? Ooh. I don't, I don't want that. That's Jake's Futon. What Futon is this? Who's Jake? He's starting quarterback for the Jaguars this week because Gardner Minshew's thumb is fractured in like four different spots. And he played through in that Chargers game, and he was a little inaccurate. You're like, oh, maybe that's why he's been a little wild, you know? And then the Jaguars have the worst <laughs> pass defense in football. 
and Deshaun Watson's playing against them. So they should win like 31 to 20. You would think. I still think Futon could put up 27 points on this defense. No, I disagree. What about James Robinson? Could he put up 27 points on this defense? Probably about 30. Okay. <laughs> That's what I want to actually see. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this defense is so bad. It's like nothing's out of the question, but the Jaguars are trying to lose, and the Texans don't gain anything by losing because they have Laramie Tunsil. You excited or not excited that y'all kept Fuller? Uh, I'm more upset the Packers are being cowards and not trading for him. Oh, that's what I mean. Is that like they... I'm not upset that Houston didn't trade him for what they were offering, but I'm more upset that the Packers didn't trade for him. It made too much sense. It would have been too much fun. What do you think that they probably asked for? It said they, from what the reports said, they were asking for a fourth-round pick. And they what? Wanted, and they wanted Houston to pay like $5 million of a salary. And like, go to hell. Wait, so Green Bay would only give up a fourth rounder? Yeah, yeah. And you'd have to pay for a salary? Yeah. What is this, money ball? I would pay for a salary and then give me a second. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Are I'll you pay for getting... all of his salary. Give me a second. You need the second wide receiver. You have Devontae Adams well, and the, nothing else. Well, Bob Lazard's going to come back from the IR sometime soon because of core muscle injury, and that's what they're missing right now. I can't wait until they lose in the first round. They're like, oh, that's we really could have used Will Fuller. That's what, that's yeah. what exactly what's going to happen is that they are going to lose in, in the first instead, round unless Aaron ne- Jones goes off. Yeah, instead next year they're going to take uh, a developmental tight end in the second round, and then they're going to be like, oh, okay. I'm glad Green Bay. They keep do- they have their weird like little cult they have up there though, and nothing they do makes like an- they just they act different than the rest of the league does. Well, it's true, and everyone it's kind of like, they're kind of like Seattle. They're like a, a well, weird and everyone thing. talk crap about their draft, us included, and yet they're doing just fine. Well, because Matt Lafleur changes offense up, except for last week against Minnesota. Did you watch that game? No, I'm not watching a Kirk Cousins Minnesota game because it's just uh, he won and threw four- he threw 14 passes and won. It's it was, he was 10 for 14, I think, and they won. Uh, but no, it was a battle of Fleur game. I was watching, it's like, what are y'all doing? It's the same crap they did in 2019. And you're like, this is the reason why y'all are good this year is because y'all stopped having game plans like this. It was embarrassing. Is it just like the running up the middle? Toss plays, stretch zone, just play action for four yards. Yeah. It's the most boring it's thing crap. on planet Earth. I would do anything to have that type of offense for Dak Prescott, but I won't ever have that in yeah. my life. Whenever like you really should just be like, hey, Devontae Adams, that's... Uh, CJ Dantzler. Just go run a vertical route. You got it. That's all he does. And Devontae's great. Don't even get me wrong. It's just, yeah, they needed somebody else. And Fuller would have been perfect. Perfect. Which is why whenever I heard that, I go, what do you mean that they Houston was asking too much? What would Houston be asking and then too they much could, for first? And they could tag him next year for $12 million, which isn't a lot for a number two wide receiver. And Fuller's worth it. Yeah. I'm, tr- I'm so confused by this. You're not going to get a better wide receiver. No, you won't. And at least somebody that has the confidence too. Yeah, I don't know that. That I really wish Houston could trade Brand Cooks for like a fifth round pick. Man, that he, is... he has zero. Like they they lose zero money if they trade him. Brandon Cooks is worthless. He's like it's weird because he's not a deep threat anymore. He just runs drag routes. He is worthless. He's yeah, no better than sense. Cobb. Uh, Cobb has been probably their most efficient receiver this there you year. Go. Well, I mean, like full. I think actually, I think so. On deep passes, he's well, eight. Fuller's for, been really good, though. Yeah, but he's been hurt, and but I, I just mean like from like an efficiency perspective, because Cobb is eight for eight on deep passes receptions. I think he has like I don't know sixteen first downs. I don't think he's very. He's all that great because you have to put him in the slot because he can't play anywhere else at all, and that uh, that kind of dumbs down the rest of the offense. Do you have anything you want to say at all about this game? No. What am I going <laughs> to say about this game? Of course, the Texans should destroy. Him. I'm not watching this game. 
I'm, I'm not, gonna watch I'm not this even game. watching this game. This game's gonna be awful to I'm, have to sit through. I'm watching the condensed version when I get home Sunday. If you're a Texans fan and you are watching this game, I need you to send that video to Matt. Tell him how exciting it is. Yeah. Tell him the most exciting plays of the game. I'll ask him right. I'll be like, hey, tell him Taylor sent hey, you. Te- hey, Texans Nation, what was your favorite play of today's game? I wish you were like that. I need I need to make you like that. You need to be that guy. No. Positive no. guy. Go Texans. Ugh, disgusting. Yeah, I'm not even watching this game though. I'm gonna watch the condensed game at like six o'clock. I'd rather watch your games than Dallas games. That's fair. Oh my god. I really would too. Dude, all well, I was doing. Well, you know what's lucky for Danucci is they no. they legalized marijuana in New Jersey. Why is that? He like can that? go open up a dispensary up in up in New Jersey with his you know six hundred thousand dollars he made for Dallas this year. What is he gonna call it? I thought you had like a name with this last uh, name. I well, thought there was going to be something there to this. Well, I was saying he could, he could name it like the Bot of Being and just make it a Sopranos themed dispensary. By the way, yeah, he's not ever playing an NFL game again. <laughs> that was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But it, that's what I'm saying. You know what I say? Start him every game from here on out. Yeah. What is winning y'all, do? Y'all are, what are we doing? Y'all have the fourth best chance in the number one pick. Yeah. I know. What are we doing here? Yeah. Oh, let's try to win. Let's start a different quarterback. Go to hell. You know what last game also showed me? Sorry to jump into this. Philadelphia is awful. Oh, my God. The fact that Dallas was in that game. Oh, my God. I'm laughing my ass off. I watched that whole game. I should have <laughs> never watched that whole game. It was horrible. And I Wentz, almost lost Wentz that money, last of all-starting quarterbacks in DVOA and DYAR. By the way, I oh, won so five bucks. The, yeah, it's good. Yeah. So the interception watch, you know where we're at? Hold on. Shh. 20, right? We're at 12. Okay. And you know, like... How many fumbles? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe probably would say more. at least six. He he has more turnovers than any other team in the NFL besides one. Oh, really? Who is that, Matt? The Jets? It's the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, okay. That's who it is. That makes sense. Think about that. One guy has more turnovers than 30 NFL teams. Well, and I thought, like, 12 sounds like a lot because I was, like, hoping if he could break... Bumbles. Well, I was hoping he could break Jameis's record, and he's nowhere close, and I'm like, wow, Jameis's season last year was truly special. Well... It really is amazing that he was able to throw 30 in a season. <laughs> yeah, but the difference being, what's his... What are the touchdowns for Carson, though? Uh, he's, I think, like... T- I mean, it doesn't even seem like he's been able yeah. to throw because he's not throwing the ball downfield like Jameis would. Yeah, James. I mean, it was, last year was spectacular. No, You'll no, never no. see another so season like it. Why are you using that word? Stop saying spectacular. That's not the word was, we use here. It was absolutely spectacular. No, okay, now we're using two <laughs> words that don't fit. It was super absolutely spectacular. It was ridiculous. Uh, so last week, I went 3-2. and two. You went 3-2. and two. I'm 25 and 13 on the season. You're 21 and 15. Mm-hmm. We both had our upset picks. Mm-hmm. Um, we both we didn't get the Bills game because of one point, and then we d- I didn't get the Bears game because of one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here we are. The it's starting to tie up. You know. Ooh, Bears whims. Did you watch that crap? Yeah, it was bad. Okay, here's here's my thing though, because I've even done more research. Because I've talked to my Chicago insider, he says he doesn't care. Wims deserved it. Who gives a damn? However, you know that's the same safety corner, whatever that Michael Thomas punched. Oh, really? It's that same guy. He's also the one that talked crap about Tariq Cohen last year. This guy 
is interesting. So he's like Jalen Ramsey. That yes. Was, that was better words and worse play. Exactly. And more of just like the hidden, like, what did I do? Because apparently, like, what I'm saying, like, spit on him, like, tore his mouthpiece. The whole funny thing about it was the moment I found out that Michael Thomas also punched him in the face. That's interesting when your own teammates hate yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I like how he pulled it off to, or played it off. He's like, what is – I didn't do nothing. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. He's like, look at him. And by the way, I'm so tired. Wims, what the hell are you doing? Go and rip his helmet off. Do an Andre Johnson. Start I mean, going to could, town. Yeah, but I guess after the Garrett thing happened. What? What do you mean after the Garrett thing? Like no, no, you start some, punching him. You don't start hitting him with the helmet. That's well, different. Well, yeah, I'm saying like whenever you take somebody's helmet off, though, it becomes a real serious thing. Oh, I don't care. You go to town. You go to town, you don't hit him when he has the helmet I'm, on. I'm anti- That's nothing. We keep it between the painted lines here. Hey, I'm just saying going off the game. I just thought it a little bit interesting, a little tip there. Yeah, I didn't like that very much. So this week we have Seattle, Buffalo. The Bills are two and a half point underdogs at home. We have Giants versus my football team. The football team are two and a half point favorites. Stop calling Baltimore is playing Indy. The Colts are two and a half point underdogs at home. And then we have Miami, Arizona. The Cardinals are four-and-a-half-point favorites at home. So the first game here is, again, Seattle going to Buffalo. Uh, so I, I don't know, man. I think Josh Allen's boring now. Yeah. I don't know, and that's why I kind of wanted to talk about this game too here. Matt, do you like your Buffalo team this year? I, I, don't, I don't know. I like The last two weeks, I'm You're like— You're stuttering over there. The last two weeks, I'm like— the f- what is this? What, what is? It? I'm asking you. I'm I'm because like Allen, you know, I like, understand that you know they played two games where that was how the game kind of dictated their game plan. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, who is he? He's not a rock star. No, that's what it is. It sucks. He's not a rock star anymore. No, and now you're cheating in L.A. with somebody with the lightning bolt on his helmet. That's what you're doing, man. You found a new fun. That's all you're doing is you're trying to move on. <laughs> and you know what? It's a little disappointing because Buffalo, what's missing? Everything but their passing game. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to figure it out where there's Pass something. Pass defense has been bad. Run defense has been bad. Offensive line, kind of bad. Run offense, bad. It's been, like, they've gone from being, like, good at everything else but their passing offense, being carried by their passing offense. And the last two weeks, they're like, we'll reel this thing in a little bit. And like against the Jets, they blitz really heavy, and they you know suffocate Darnold and struggled in the red zone last week. And that game against the Patriots, that wasn't a football game; that was a rugby game. Those two teams played, but they didn't play football. But it was still fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, it was fun, but like they played rugby though. That's yeah, what you want to do. Uh, for me, I just I'm trying to watch. And this it made team. sense for the, again, like the opponent last week. You're like, yeah. Cam Newton can't throw the ball. He can't throw 150 yards in a game. So just don't turn the ball over. Take it easy. We'll go home. We got to win this game. You know, and they, they were real suit and tie about it. Talk about another team that's tanking. Ugh. No, and by the way, we were talking about Stephon Gilmore. Uh, so he's not very good this year, but he was on the trading block for New England. They won a first round pick. Yeah. Um, you know why? It's because last year he won the defensive player of the year. Yeah. So that's uh, I was talking crap, but this year he's still not that good. So I'm still standing I still by think that. He's been good this year. He's I still I understand the numbers or the numbers for them are like, yeah, the Patriots' pass defense is bad. I don't think so. Their run defense is bad because they have zero difference makers, and, uh, and they try to play six one fronts. And they don't have an inside linebacker who can carry a front like that. But I don't really think their pass defense has been all that bad. When your offense isn't scoring any points, how much confidence do you have to where you're then yeah. going to give up a certain play here and there? 
And that, and they also didn't make the most of their opportunities against Kansas City. And, you know, I think that's the biggest difference. They don't, they're not forcing the turnovers they had last year, which is kind of fluky, you know. But I don't think they've been that bad. But, yeah, I mean, think with Allen, it's like they've gone from having, you know, this really exciting, fun <laughs> pass offense. You're like, this is and spectacular. Diggs, you wanted Diggs to come in. He yeah. was supposed to be your Jimmy Butler here. I mean, he's been great. Matt. He still had 100 yards last week. Why is it boring? I don't understand. <laughs> that's all I'm asking. I mean, I guess it's the opponent. It Really, that's what it is. It's the opponent. But it doesn't mean like it doesn't suck. Like, I'm watching Alan like, who are you? Well, you just like, don't see, like, the confidence really like you do in the other. Like, for example, like the Pittsburgh, the Green Bay, the Kansas City, where you're watching these teams and you're just like, it's flowing. It's just going constant. And if something doesn't work, oh, something else is just going to work for them. Where Buffalo, it just seems like it stalls. And, like, it moves, but at a very, very and slow pace. Maybe it's just, like, the last, I guess, the last month. But they had, bad, they had turnover problems against Tennessee. And that Kansas City game was weird, you know. They had the touchdown that was overturned, and the weather was bad. And, I didn't like that. You know. Yeah. So, I don't know. They, I mean, they obviously haven't been, like, how they were. But, yeah, it's kind of like we're having our first fight right now. It is. Like, Josh and I are having our first fight. That's yeah, because you're cheating. And it's like, we're kind of, like, we don't have anything to do on Friday, so we just watch Netflix. I'm like, yeah, I, I guess we can just stay in again. Yeah, and then you look at your phone and you say, Josh, I have to go. <laughs> and then it's some L.A. No, number. No, that's not what it is. That's I what's going on. I go, God, I can't wait for him to leave. So I can go do this instead. And by the way, you know what you say to him? You say, hey, I'm going to go get some Sherbert. What you really mean is some uh, Herbert. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. You better mark that. I'll put that down for ten things next week. Yes. Going on the other end though, Seattle. I still like this team more than anything. Yeah. I still think this team is great. It's interesting still with their loss against Kyler, how they're gonna be able to come back from that. I think this is going to be the perfect test. They were eventually going to lose a close game. I know, but it wasn't what I was expecting with Russell being the one to blow it. So now when it comes to this game against Buffalo, I truly expect a slaughterhouse. I want there to be high scoring. This, I want Buffalo to be fun. I better yeah, yeah, see yeah, a yeah. fun Buffalo in, in the, this game. Exactly. Like Josh Allen needs to go get dye his hair blonde for this game. <laughs> Okay. He needs if, to start smoking cigarettes for this game. If him and Russell made the phone call to each other and said, let's just dye our tips blonde, I would lose my freaking mind. I would dye my tip blonde. Okay, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? I was having a good conversation. I'm having a good conversation. No, no, no. You jumped somewhere else. No. But this is the game where I feel like Russell's going to come in, dominate. Is this at Buffalo or is this at Seattle? It's in it's Buffalo. Just, is it snowy? What's weather? Well, it's also a West Coast team going to the East Coast I know. for an early morning game. It's tough for those guys. What's weather? This is like playing at uh, like 9 o'clock in the morning for them. Is it snowy? I have no idea. Either way, I still feel like the magician's going to be able to pull this out. Well, ho- and I'm, like, I hope that this game is going to be like two quarterbacks, like a duel between the two. It should. Because the thing about Seattle is they have a good run defense. Their pass defense is bad. And so, like, Seattle, I mean, Buffalo should not be trying. They shouldn't be having the same game plan they had the last two weeks. They're, like, running the ball a lot, kind of picking when to throw, using Allen as a runner. They should go after him through the air um, from the very beginning of this game. And hopefully that's what it turns into. Hopefully it's not, like, a lot of, you know, really. Hopefully they don't. Buffalo's offense isn't just trying to get through and come out with the win, and they actually really attack Seattle uh, like they should. Were you impressed by anything that they were doing against San Francisco last week at all? Seattle? Yeah. Oh, my favorite thing they did was they blitzed Bobby Wagner up the middle of the time because the 49ers on their third-string center. I know, and that's what I'm saying. And his name's like Hawasu. 
Yeah, I think it's I think like right. That. Yeah, it's something like that. He's from Oregon. He's like a six-year player. Wasu, something like that. I think you're right. But first Bobby Wagner Wasu. just crushed him over and over again. It was beautiful. And uh, the you know the Niners are a team now where it's like teams have seen their offense. They haven't been able to really adjust at the next level because their quarterback limits them. And now these open throws aren't so open anymore. And now now Garoppolo doesn't look so ha- doesn't look so handsome at all. You know. Well, isn't this where San Francisco can also get rid of him? Yeah. Man, Mullins does not look good hey, tonight Hey, maybe either. that's a Matt Ryan team. Why? You know, and Mullins doesn't look good, but you know who has looked good? Put the good? beat heart in. Let's, let's see what the beat heart He's got. good, dude. And the thing is, doesn't he have more running capability than Mullins? I think so. I think he does too. Yeah. He seems more like the slender Mullins, guy that can run. Mullins just kind of like, he kind of weirds me out. Well, Mullins looked awful I like him in the so. pocket, but he doesn't have like any accuracy at all. I like how he's cool under pressure, though. And then he throws the ball. You're like, ah, I'll like work that. on that part of it. Uh, so DK Matt Metcalf, he's a du- he's a DSX Machina for the Seattle Seahawks. Matt DK Metcalf, I saw a picture for the first time. This may sound a little bit weird, but somebody like With his shirt off. Yes, yeah, and it was the gym photo. Yeah, Matt, that was. <laughs> Um, like a human being that was supposed to, how old you, is he? Human, human evolution's gone too far. Like he's 20, what? Two, two, 21, 22. He looks like he's 35 at his peak for just his, his physical. I mean, he's ginormous. He looks like a superhero. He looks like, like a Hulk, like uh whatever. Yeah. He looks insane. And that was the first time where I've seen now I get the comparisons to Megatron. He is ginormous. He's only six two though, but like you, know what's funny is he his had body so much bigger. Than he everybody. he ran that go route. I think it was against um, Weatherspoon last week. You know he's six two and Weatherspoon's like five ten. You're like these two people aren't aren't, aren't playing the same sport right now. And he just completely dominated. And like just like every and single just time. an easy forty yard sideline route. Every time, and it's at this point that what Russell is just kind of switching back between. It's funny where they're just like. Oh, you're just going to double team a DK all game? Okay, Lockett. I'm just going to throw to you all game long. I kind of feel bad for Lockett, though. Why? Because it's kind of like that that meme where it's like Squidward in the house. He's looking outside, and Patrick and SpongeBob are running around with each other. Man. It can get like that sometimes for Lockett. I feel bad for Lockett. Here's three TDs and 200 yeah, yards. Like it's, mainly, it's mainly Metcalf now for him, though. That's I, all I mean. But here's the thing. That has nothing to do with Lock- Lockett's great, and oh, Lockett's yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Lockett's I'm just saying, like, Lock- number two. Lockett's not the number one anymore, is all I'm saying. When you have DK, who would be number one over DK Metcalf in the league? Who, uh, what, what other receiver would be number one over him? DeAndre Let's go Hopkins. There. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, and it's only because I'm talking about body here. I'm talking about the body, the physicality. I don't think so. I think so. I think it's DK still. I don't know. This it sounds like a good problem to have. This is, oh my God, to have this problem. Well, I call him an ex machina because like the Seahawks offense was kind of stuck. You know, like, they kept running the ball. They could never find like, another receiver, another good deep threat. And then he fell to the second round. And now it's like the, you know, the weapon that got him past the door, you know, that they needed to get this offense to the next level. And now they're here and they're like, you know, top five passing offense. And their offense looks really easy a lot of times too. I really like how they pull too on their run game. Dwayne Brown's been awesome this year. Well, no, all, all around when it comes to their offensive game. I just feel like their O-line has... Hasn't their O-line always been great, though, even with injuries? No, it's usually bad. But it's, how it, come they, they always had they, a strong running game? Because their running backs always lead the league in broken tackles. Is that really what it <laughs> is? 
what? I yeah. didn't know. So Chris Carson, really? Yeah, I think he led the. I think he was like second last year behind Derek Henry. Wow. And I think he led the league the year before that. I had no then, idea. I just actually figured that they I did always, have a strong. I always line. forget that guy's name who replaced Marshawn for that year. Thomas Rawls. He led the league in broken tackles that year, and then wow. he disappeared after he got hurt, and his whole career got ruined. But he led the league for him, you know. So that's always been one thing they've done. They've always had great uh, tackle breaking running backs to make up for it, and like they they usually run block fairly well. But you can rush the passer against them sometimes. So this game, the only thing I hope for is it's a shootout. Yeah, you it's hope a for duel. The fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you want. Again, let Josh, you know, party a little bit. You know, he's been going to church every Sunday. Let him have some fun this weekend. Uh, I think the one thing that's going to hold back those have been bad in the red zone this year. The Seahawks are really good in the red zone. And so I think that's what's going to come back to bite them. Um, and so I'm also just going to pick the better quarterback. So I'm going to Seattle for this game. What's your score? Let's say 30 to 24. Slaughterhouse time. We take no prisoners. All right. 38. 24, Seattle. Well, the thing about Seattle, though, is they never blow anybody out. What are you talking about? Except for Miami. They scored 37 points last week against San Fran. Yeah, I guess And so. they scored the, like 38 or 40 points against Arizona. Yeah, but that wasn't a blowout. It wasn't a blowout, but they still... I'm going they off points. Play, so I'm saying Buffalo yeah. ain't going to score that many points. That's fine. That's what I'm saying. It's supposed to be a shootout, but you know what? The team's just too boring. No, it's gonna be, they're going to be fun this weekend. Pew, pew. They were out of shots before it ends. No, 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 no. They're gonna be fun this weekend. I get, I have a good feeling they're gonna be fun. I don't know. Brian Dable's trying to get a head coaching job. They'll be fun. Yep. So the next game we have here is my football team. Oh, Woo! I'm not talking about this. <laughs> Go football team. Uh, they're playing the New York Giants. So the Giants are one in seven. They and by the way, they are a fun one in seven for losing Saquon. I they they've turned out better than I thought. That's it was what I'm be. saying. That's all I'm saying. My thing with them though, it's like. This idea that I, I've been calling uh, Jason Garrett the offensive coordinator instead of coordinator because his offense is really boring. But that's always what it was. And that's why with Dallas, it was just not to say, because, yeah, of course, I was always wanting him to be fired. But it was just because it was stale. Yeah. Like the whole word, the whole coach, it was just stale. Same thing with the offensive play calling, which is what Giants have. Yeah. Well, and like the thing about Jones, he, he makes these really spectacular downfield throws and that was the idea all summer. Whenever you listen to, you know, the professional media people, you know the 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 liars and the lamestream media, and uh, you listen to them, and you you're expecting this like big vertical downfield passing offense, and it has been none of that at all. Last week they actually did against Tampa. He hit Evan Ingram on like a slot fade route, and that was cool. Like Ingram actually did something last week, and then he had that one throw to Golden Tate. Um, they made it like a one score game. That was a really great throw, but they've been missing that part of the offense and. You know, Daniel's a little rusty, you know? They haven't let him, you know, push the ball downfield very much, and uh, that's what this team should be doing more often. It's a damn shame, because afterwards, of course, Tate's wife had to go off, and then she had to delete the post about it. But she went off saying that they need to throw her husband the ball more, this, this, and this, and this. Oh. And then Tate made a comment about it, saying this, this, that he wants to be more included. And then they asked Danny Dimes about it, and it was the greatest response I've ever heard. What do you say? And they, go, they asked Danny, and he goes... That's between him and I to discuss. Thank Good. You. I was like, damn, awesome. who's that guy? I, I like it. that guy. He's bumped up. That's why I'm number two in my quarterback rankings. That, with that response, I go, Danny, whoa, we're moving up the ladder here. And right, I didn't say something like, well, tell me he needs to get open then. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Well, now, no, because that's throwing shots at the media through the media. Yeah, I like when he's like, oh, he can for sure, that to my that's face. exactly what he needs to say. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Proud of him. Well, so this game, it's this like really monstrous front four. You got Chase Young, you got Montez Sweat, my favorite R and B singer. You got Darren Payne. You got the other guy from Alabama. Not Hand. I can't remember his name. You know, they got Darren Payne. They got the other guy. I don't know. I'm sorry. They have Ryan Kerrigan. <laughs> and, uh, man, Sean Robinson. They have Sean Robinson. He's the other guy. Who's your favorite linebacker now? Oh, Cole Holcomb. There you go. Holcomb. I'd love to say his name. Cole Holcomb. There you go. That's your favorite linebacker. He sounds like a character from one of the Westerns that Leonardo DiCaprio was in in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He played Cole Holcomb in a 1972 or 1958 pulp. I've never thriller. seen that movie. I want to watch it again, but I want to get really drunk by myself and watch it. I don't know what that means. That it's, just seems kind of depressing. No, it's just like, it's it's not like a, a Marilyn, not Marilyn Manson movie. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a it's, Marilyn Manson It's not movie. a Manson movie. It's a like dudes rock movie. It's like two dudes hanging out movie. So you're just going to be one dude getting drunk by yourself? Yeah, hanging out, with the, <laughs> hanging out with the dudes, dude. You're not, no, no. Matt. You want to watch it together then? You want to oh, yeah, hang there out? Go, there we go. That's All better. Right. Now, I, I don't know if I want to hang out with you now, though. That's fine. I'm probably busy that night. Well, I, I'm, well it's almost Irishman season. We're getting there. Yeah, we're not getting there. Yeah. There's no Irishman season. That well, doesn't that, it's exist. An, that's an, it's an I thing for me. That's in March, if anything. No, Irishman season is... St. Patty's Day. No, it's it's December like no, it's, it's December nineteenth and it's dark and you're sad and it's it's just let you know how are you excited for this game? Are you really gonna sit there and watch this game live? It's Jonathan Allen. Ashawn Robinson is playing for the Rams now. Are you really gonna it's, sit here and watch this game live? No, I'm not watching any games live Sunday. What are you doing then? You know, doing stuff. You're not doing anything. You're yeah, I'm, hol- I'm holding hands, watching no, the leaves fall. <laughs> you're not doing anything. Yeah, I'm going camping this weekend. You're a damn liar. I'm going to drink some, ap- some not apple cider, vinegar, apple cider. Wh- I don't know. <laughs> Is this a wild time for you? Yeah, it's a wild time. Man, you're talking about getting drunk by yourself. No, I'm not Watching the Hollywood story. And now you're talking about going camping by yourself. I'm not going by myself. Where are you going with? So I'm going to go hold hands. Where am I? Watch the leaves change colors. Where am I going? I'm not for this one. Oh! I see how this is. Yeah. Cheat on Josh Allen. Cheat on me. Goes full circle here. I've been... A, I've been... No, I'm a... I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Depressed. I'm gonna watch this game though Sunday night by myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm Man, having a good time I here. I can't believe this. Um, but the thing with the Giants' offensive line, like they've been pretty good at the tackle spot. Um, the one problem though has been, like we mentioned earlier this year, with with Andrew Thomas, is that you know he wasn't prepared to play left tackle, and then they'd sold or missed the year. So now you have Thomas going up against Chase Young and Ryan Kerrigan, and that's a problem there. And also Kyle Allen this year. 68.8% completion percentage, four touchdowns, one interception, 6.9 yards attempt. He's probably like 40% better than Haskins was. And when these two teams played earlier this year, that was Allen's first star, and they didn't get the two-point conversion to try to beat the uh, the Giants. And imagine where Washington be at now if they actually won that game. <laughs> Washington won their last game, right? Yeah. Uh, they so beat Dallas two weeks ago. That was their last game they had to buy? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So then it was, uh, for some reason, I just saw the post in this week. So McLaurin, after the win against Dallas, uh, made a big speech in the locker room. Next day, named captain. 
Oh. Like that? Yeah. That second year guy stepping up already. He even started his speech saying, I know I'm young, this, this, and this. But we got a lot going on yeah. right now. We can run the table. Yeah. Because you know who we're playing? Who? We're playing the Giants. And then we're going to Detroit. And then we're playing Cincinnati. Yes. And then we're going to Dallas. Oh my and then God. we're six and five. The fact that you just told me that we had the fourth best odds, why would we even try to win? Yeah. Matt, I want to tank, baby. They, what am I doing? The football team's going to be six and five after these four games. Which I hope so, because Philly doesn't deserve it. A schedule gets really tough after that, though. But San Francisco's been playing pretty bad. That may be one they crazy. can steal. They play Carolina week 16. Week 17's against Philly. I wouldn't mind it's going to come down to that. Also, you know what it would show is that I was freaking right. I wanted Ron Rivera from the start. And this is what happens when you give a guy control. Yeah. You let him do what he knows how to do, which is build a freaking defense. Build a culture. Look what they are. Yeah. Look what they are. They're having a second-year wide receiver step up playing his ass off when they are two and four whatever. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, the other thing about so I, I just want to see Washington throw the ball downfield, and then I mean not Washington, but see the Jets, th- see the Giants Nuts. throw the ball downfield, and then I looked in that wide, I can't it's, see very well now. But now it's drama. Um, drama. But and then for Washington, it's like control the ball, run it a lot, let your defense create opportunities for your offense, and the only thing that kind of worries me about the about my football team this game is the Giants do have a good run stopping defensive line, and so Washington's going to struggle to score. 19 points this game <laughs> because it's going to be like a 1960 I was gonna game. I say, run. do they need that though? It's going to be like World War One, you I know? It's like 17 all is what it's going to be like. Something like that. Yeah. I think it's going to come down the wire. It's going to be fun though. I think it's going to be a good game. I, no, actually, I'd take that back. Oh. It's going to be a close game. <laughs> I almost I mean, got it, you. It all depends on what you consider a good game. I think it's going to be close throughout. I think it's going to be awful to have to sit through. They no, this probably is going to be seven fun. Seven punts per team. Yeah, I think seven's fine. Okay. If you think they have 13, no, probably more than that, probably nine. I wonder what the over-under is for punts. Uh, can you make uh, a bet on that? I don't think you can. How can you not make a bet on punts? Um, the last guy I want to talk about is Kevin Gates. He's the center for the Giants. Really long hair. Really good open field blocker. He's been awesome this year. I really like watching him play. Giants really haven't been. He's, he's, my, he's one of my favorite B-side players, You know, one of my deeper cuts. Man, I say, I, as far as what I've seen from the Giants, I expected them to be much worse. The laughing stock of the division? Hell no. That belongs <laughs> to the Cowboys. Yeah, like they play hard. Like they care, like you mentioned. Yeah. They're trying to win. Exactly. Um, the last thing about this game, Sadiq Charles is on the IR. Oh, yeah? And so when they play John Pinacini in two weeks. He's not going to be out there. So... I'm very sad about that. No Dick Charles and no Thomas Penasini. No, no, no. Penasini's playing, dude. He's pretty good. The announcer called him uh, Penasini. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Penasini? He's called it Penasini. I'm like, it's not Penasini. It's Penasini. It's not Penasini. <laughs> it's Penasini. What is he? He's a defensive tackle. He's been pretty good. No, where's he from? Uh, is that Poland? No, he's, no. Where's Penasini? John Penasini. <laughs> But Sadiq Charles is on the IR, so we'll have to wait a different time for that. And because this is a very serious football podcast, Jeremy Sprinkle doesn't play offensive tackle for Washington. He plays tight end. So I'm very upset for uh, for misleading the listener out there. So yeah, Six million listeners. You can't be doing that, man. I know, I know. Uh, we're going to get Kanye on the podcast and bump it up to 12. But Shh, so Too easy. What's your pick for this week? So for this game, I'm actually going to have the Giants pull this one out. Even though you love yourself, this Washington team, 
I have the Giants to go off of your score. Wait, what's the spread? It's uh, two and a half point Washington favorites. Okay, then yeah, I have Giants 19, uh, Washington 17. Okay. I got Washington. I, I got my football team. We're I running the table. I, I just think that Giants, as far as when it's playing against other teams, they've proven that they can hang. They've proven that they're actually, yeah, yeah. that there's some decent. I just, that's, I, don't I mean, that's like the, the right drama. pick. The right pick is picking, taking the points for this. But one. I don't like the drama with the Tate's wife. Yeah. I, why would you run your mouth like that? Because <laughs> it's, well, not, not fine. <laughs> but, hey, like, why must you even like say anything? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm not winking right now. I just, yeah, I don't, I didn't like that at all, especially because it's like, why would Danny Dimes just doing what he can? Yeah. You need to take a halftime break? Yeah. All right. And we're back. So the next game we have here tonight are the Baltimore Ravens playing the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the Colts are two and a half point underdogs at home. This is the game I'm most excited for this weekend. And before I go on, why are you most excited about this game? I think we'll finally have some sort of an answer if the Colts actually have one of the three best defenses in football or if it's just been a mirage and a lie. And I think this is a really tough matchup for Baltimore's offense, too. Disagree on the first part. Agree on the second part. Reason why I don't think you it's a like test. You don't like Baltimore's offense. Boom. There it is, man. I hate this Baltimore offense. They just, I mean, like, their inability to throw the ball down the sideline really hurts them. It's so bad to watch. And at this point, it is... Matt, the moment that I watched Lamar take the snap against Pittsburgh, the first snap, I start going, he doesn't look okay, and he throws the freaking pick. Yeah. And he just throws it automatically. And you're just – he just – in my opinion, with Pittsburgh's defense on how they are, he will never beat that team. I mean, I don't think he ever will be able to beat that team. I think he beat them Week 17 last year. He played last year in Week 17. They – I can't remember now. He didn't play last year in Week 17. His worst game yeah, was, even the announcer said it, his worst oh, game four, was whatever. in Pittsburgh, or the Pittsburgh game at the beginning of the season. Yeah. He can't figure this team out. They are in his head. This is something. But as far as beyond Pittsburgh, this team has not looked good. I mean, you and I have spoken about it. Well, that, that last throw, that was another good example of, like, they only, he could only throw the ball deep middle. And they, the Steelers put three guys in that spot. To defend that route on their like their last you know attempt to try and win that game, and so what do you do then if he can't come back or he can't be able to draw? Well, you the doing? one good thing about that game for Baltimore was that they actually were able to run the ball again, and it was funny because oh, like Guess they Edwards look good. they ran like normal run plays, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But they ran trap, they ran inside zone, they ran a little bit more outside zone. It wasn't like oh, this guy can take it if he's doing this, and then if he does that, I can do that, and then if he does that, I can do that. They kind of went away from all the crazy stuff, and that by by having that more vanilla offense, that's set up by all the crazy stuff at the same time too, though. So like all the fakes where you have linebackers flowing, you know, really buying on the edge and trying to cover two guys on the edge like that. If you just run a regular run play when they're doing all that, you have wide open spaces, and they actually had a really good job. That's why they were able to run the ball so well against Pittsburgh last week. And do you think that maybe it's the offensive line that's also kind of hurting the Baltimore Ravens here? Well, they have one big hole, and that's its center. Matt Skura tore his ACL last year, and Chris Collinsworth, I think, said in that maybe it's was, maybe it was a Monday night game. Chris Collinsworth doesn't know where he I, is. Well, he doesn't do Monday night. Um, maybe it was Brian Greasy said. He was like, yeah, I was talking to Matt, and Matt was saying that, you know, he's not strong enough yet, but he's getting there. And, you know, Matt got really 
really bull, bull rushed by Vince Williams and Stefan to it and really struggled last week. And like he hasn't been like up to his play usual forum. But yeah, I mean, that's their biggest problem right now is at the center position, which is a tough matchup against the uh, Colts this week because Darius Leonard's back. He was unbelievable against the Lions, just like running loops, running stunts, running different blitzes there, sitting in the in a short hook zone, taking away your short middle passes, which is something that you know the Ravens throw all the time too. And Grover Stewart's really good against the run in the interior. DeForest Buckner will play there. Danico Autry will play there. And so I really think that's what Indy's going to do with Matt Aberfliss is really try to you know, hammer at that center position and create some free rushes and get Lamar running backwards, that sort of thing. So do you believe that, Indy? Are you like more on the side that Indy is the real deal on defense? Because it sounds like that you're like I'm getting there. I, I just like there's, there's no real holes there except yeah. for a cornerback a little bit. But it's being nitpicky, you know? If you're, you're, I mean, like, really, the hole is like, well, Xavier Howard's played well, but he's playing a lot of, like, you know, zone defense. And, uh, and you can get Rocky seen on, like, go routes down the sideline. But you're really kind of like, you're really, you know, picking hairs, you know, out of the bottom of the shower by saying things like that. I just think that with Indy's defense, that they are an extremely solid team, except for one fact. You know, they didn't really look that good against Detroit. I I know I understand that they won the game, but the yeah. score is a little bit different than how the game. They really gave him some was. like deep like crossing patterns. Well, Marvin the, Hall had a really good game against them by just like getting in between the zone defense. But it was also Detroit driving when it was at the end of the third, where they were down by just a touchdown, and Matt Stafford was the one that was sacked and then fumbled the ball, yeah, and then Andy was. And that was a, that was the Darius Slender blitz, and that was it. But before that, I mean, that's the end of the third quarter where then the game got out of hand from there because then Matt Stafford gets the ball back, immediately throws another pick. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I don't know if I'm a believer either in this indie team. I think it's like, it's a top 10 defense, but a top five defense, I'm still not there yet. I don't think I'm there with the top five. I would say- Numbers have them third. Uh, I would say maybe seven. I put seven to 10 is what I would Do they have a better defense than the Dolphins? Mm, I'm not going there. I, I like the Dolphins. Do. I think the Red Dolphins. But the Dolphins. Dolphins are just so young and fun. Yeah, yeah. They're young and full of emotion. Yeah, I love the spark. Um, but so this game, this should be a really close game. But there's one problem. What do you think? Philip Rivers may go full Philip Rivers. No, why? Why do you think that? That's why they lost to Cleveland. By the way, do you, you love g- that he's getting into people's faces? He always does that. That's what I love. He bro. has ten touchdowns and six interceptions. The Ravens only have three interceptions this year, but they. Forced to recover nine fumbles, which is hilarious. Uh, but like Rivers is all like he, it's always there. You know, you always have to watch out because he he will come out of nowhere, and like that's why they lost to Cleveland was because of like you know those really stupid throws. They lost to Jacksonville because he had two really stupid interceptions that game as well. And that's the one concern I have for the Colts this game is if Phillip goes full Phillip and has like two bad interceptions that kind of changes everything. The only worry that I have is that Hines is not going to be able to do a flip for me in the end zone. He did too. That's all I want to be able that, to see again. The swing route was spectacular. It's how do you do that in full pads? I don't know. Full pads, helmet, and everything. How do you get that high? I don't know. <laughs> I just I don't understand how you can do that and land on your feet. Sometimes when I watch football, like I'll watch Antoine Winfield and be like, man, I wonder what it feels like to be like that. You know? know, like how that body must feel like. What? Just be like, yeah, I can run, uh, you know, a forty and four point three seconds. What's that Disney show where can, they switch places I with the squat, sports? I you know, five hundred pounds, and I'm like five foot ten. I just absolutely murder people. Do you remember that Disney show where they switched bodies with sports athletes? No. 
and they would then take over in a in-game moment. No, that'd be amazing. I mean, I guess it's kind of like Get Out, you know. I don't know if that's the same thing here. Maybe I can buy. I talked about a sports moment. You're talking about taking over somebody for race. I'm gonna I'm gonna call Antoine up and be like, "Hey, we're having a barbecue this weekend. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Am I invited? Yeah, you're invited too. Yes. All right. As long as I'm invited, that's all I care about. I don't want to stay though. But yeah, I'm just like some of these athletes. I'm like, I wonder what that feels like. You know, like I don't like watching DK in that sense because it doesn't make sense. Like it's too much power. What, DK? Yeah. Well, DK is not a normal human being. Yeah, That's it's why too it's not much. Fair. But Hines, those flips are not normal either. Because whenever I watch TV, it's like, man, you're as big as me. But then you do those things, I'm like, well, and how like, is that? So this is interesting about the Colts. Same offensive line. Same tight ends. They're one of the worst rushing offenses in football this year. They lost Marlon Mack. They were starting Jonathan Taylor. According to Foxcom Pro Football Reference Statistics, Jonathan Taylor has two broken tackles. I was going to say, do you like Taylor? Jordan, you Wilkin, Jordan Wilkins has six. I think he broke two tackles on one run last week. That's what I mean. I think he's having problems with his brain. Like he, he like his what? Yeah, he meant like okay, mentally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not saying like, <laughs> like he has a, something seriously wrong with his brain. I'm like you can't. Just, I'm not saying he has like, a learning disability or anything, <laughs> but I just mean like he doesn't get himself in the right spots. Where you watched, um, whenever you watched Wilkins last week. He had a really great game just bouncing stuff out wide. You know, by, by really bouncing things out wide and creating space for himself like that. And the Lions have a bad run defense, too. That um, that linebacker they have from Hawaii, he sucks. And they <laughs> use a second-round pick on him. He's just coming, and he's a coward in the red zone, too. And like, this is the ultimate Matt Patricia guy right here. By the way, Matt Patricia should be fired. That team doesn't win games because of coaching. Yeah, yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, it's There's stupid. nothing else to it because that team should be so much better. And, yeah, you should have fired him so long ago. But I guess, like, going back to the run game, like, this isn't a Colts team who'd be like, yeah, we can just run the ball 45 times and play close and play good defense. Like, they can't – this game kind of feels like whenever they beat the Chiefs a year and a half ago with Jacoby, where they had, like, two rec- recovered fumbles, they ran the ball really well. This isn't the same sort of team that can pull that off um, because of how the run game is. And, again, like, the Ravens have a top-five defense, and it's hard to score points against the Ravens. And uh, they suffocated Pittsburgh last week. And if it wasn't for you know, two interceptions, they would have won that game from, uh, from Lamar on his end. So, again, like, this is going to be a really close game. It's going to be brutal. It should be a lot of fun. I think this is an awful, 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 awful uh, matchup for the Ravens offense. But, again, like, I'm just worried about Phillip. I'm think, really worried about Phillip. I think Phillip's going to be fine because I think he's just going to want to take some shots. He may have the two He's been picks. throwing down field a bit more. I think he's going to have three TDs, though. Three. Yeah. Well, then you have to pick the Colts. I am. All right. All right. So who do you have this week? I have the Colts. I am picking the Colts here. I have them at 31. I have the Ravens at 24. Crazy. I don't like the Ravens. You understand? Yeah. After watching out, it's unless their defense has, if they get two pick sixes off of the Rivers, okay, you. If they even they get won. two interceptions, they should win. No, disagree. Lamar's yeah. too bad. He's going to turn the ball over at least once. Huh. At least. Interesting. Mars not good. I have Baltimore because I'm afraid, I'm worried about Phillip. It just seems it's like funny. the type of game. You're worried about Phillip. I'm worried about Lamar. Yeah, I, yeah. I just like this game should be close, but I'm just I just have concerns that Phillips can go. Just be. It just seems like a real Phillips sort of game. They had a great game last week. Probably the best game he's had all year in Indy. It seems like he's due for a stinker, you know. I think he's due for a stinker. I think <laughs> yeah. he's had his stinkers. You even he, saying that he lost the Jacksonville Jags? That's a stinker. Well, he has like six stinkers a year usually. 
this is because this is kind of the prime time game, is yeah. it not? No, it's a 12 o'clock game. That makes no sense. But this is the most important game for the Colts so far this year. Because the Titans are playing the Bears. They're both tied for first place in the division right now. Talk about teams that don't make sense. The Titans? How do you that makes sense. How do you I understand the Titans how, perfectly. How do you lose last week? Uh, because Mike Rabel doesn't know you can play man coverage. <laughs> like they rush the passer pretty well, but it's like, oh yeah, they're just spreading you out and just hitting six-yard passes against Jonathan Joseph over and over again. That's and they cut him, and they trade for... Um, I don't know. The guy from the Chargers. <laughs> it's not Devin. It's, I don't know. It's Devin. No. That's who it is. We're going to go with Devin. I hate this dude. I hate getting what? so stupid. This is what happened. Desmond King. There you go. They got, yeah. Not Devin, but Desmond. Got it. Desmond King. And then uh, and they cut um, Beasley as well, too, which is a little surprising. He hasn't been good this year, but. Still. I guess they're going to play that. Um, Oh no, that other guy. <laughs> they were they were guys <laughs> like he had guy. like three sacks last year. He's just really fast and runs around the edge. He's like their version of Jacob Martin. I think it's like Brandon. It's really like a really normal name is like Brandon Williams or Brandon Johnson. Really By the way, assuming. Uh, can you just also state this for the record? How many sacks does Clowney have this year, Matt? Zero. Okay. He got close. <laughs> that <laughs> that rush he had in the interior against uh, against Burrow last week. Where like he breaks through the line immediately, blitzes in the interior, somehow outruns him by like five yards. I was like, how does this keep happening? I just don't understand. It doesn't that. make any we sense. We haven't had a clowny watch in a while here. Never has been a clowny watch this year because he's been out of shape. And uh, then he and then last week he had three good plays, and he just got too tired again. And we're halfway through the season. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think he's still gonna get better. Good start. Did, I mean, he was spectacular in Seattle last week, and that's the thing too about. Um, a lot of the clowny stuff is like he was incredible last year. He just hasn't been incredible this year. But also, I think Vrabel's been using him wrong. He's been on the outside a lot. Get him on the inside, uh-huh. dude. Yeah. Get him on the inside. Stop eating those cheeseburgers. No, he's not fat. He just like he looks really skinny. Like he looks skinny. Like he looks like um, I don't know. He looks really skinny, <laughs> and uh, and he just gets tired. It's weird. Like how do you get tired. how do you get skinnier? He's probably taking the Arian Foster diet, and you get more tired. That's what you do. You take the Arian Foster diet. Oh, he's, he went vegan. He went vegan. Huh? It's like that's that you're like that's a good theory, Taylor. No, I was saying about that song. It's like she's gone country, but instead it's about her going vegan. She's gone vegan, and she won't eat any meat. She's gone vegan. That's all I got. Though. I got broccoli I and no meat. I've gone vegan. I feel embarrassed saying that. Why? Uh, so we have we got nothing else. Last game we have nobody's listening anymore. <laughs> All six the, million. Well, the six million check out after the Texans preview. That's know? true. So the last game we have here, Miami against Arizona. The Cardinals are four and a half point favorites. Uh, God bless Brian Flores. It's interesting here. Uh, coach of the year. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, how if they have a winning record? Yeah. If they kept Fitz, he would have been. If they kept Fitz, Matt, they're going to the Super Bowl. They're going to, well, they kept Fitz. They would have taken over for Cleveland and been a playoff team. Matt, they may be going to the Super Bowl where people are going to start questioning them, saying, do they have a complete team here with a defense, a special teams, and an offense that could score? What's going on? But Miami says, no. Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, I understand they're, they're, they don't want to win games to the draft picks, and they're playing for the future, and they wouldn't give two a shot. 
But they haven't been in the playoffs since 16. The they moment. wouldn't, and then before that, they haven't been in the playoffs since eleven. They haven't had, they haven't done anything. The moment last game happened, and the special teams and the defense was looking the way it was against the freaking Rams, is the moment they should have been. Okay, maybe we should put in fits. Yeah, cause we may be going to the Super Bowl. I mean, this at least year. the playoffs. It would at least be fun, cause by the way, that this when is have an they had a fun team? team? Yeah, even when they made the playoffs four years ago. It was with Matt Moore because Tannehill was hurt. And they won nine games, and I think eight of them were one-score games. And then Antonio Brown, you know, ripped their head off that game. And then they didn't make the playoffs before that. It's like, I guess, like 11? 07? It was the, that was the, the Wildcat year. And that was the year that, I don't know, that Ricky other Williams. guy. No, the other guy from New England. Whenever Brady got hurt the first week. It's not... Right, I'm too. I've gotten too tired. No, it's Brissett, not Jimmy G. You're talking about before. It's not Castle. Castle. Oh, it is Matt Castle. Castle. Yeah, that okay. was the Matt Castle year, and the Dolphins won the division that year. But they they haven't had anything good happen for them in like the last like 25 years. I, that's why I'm surprised that they they're, they're not going for it. And the thing too is, Tua looked awful. Yeah. Let's just call it what it was. And I hate it. I hate. Oh look! Breaking news: Tua got his first win as a starting quarterback. Oh, he Tua made, got his first TD. Tua was ranked like the bottom fourth worst QB last. He weekend. made one throw. He was awful. Yeah. Like he made maybe I saw two because the other one by the tight end he dropped. Yeah. So I'm just counting the one he threw to Devontae Parker, which was a great throw. It was a good throw. Well, like, if he can a throw nice sl- three yard pass. Hey, if he can throw slant routes, he'll be okay for three yards. That's all they're gonna run though. They're just gonna run slant routes and drags. The one throw that I really didn't like though was whenever he had pressure in his face. And rather than stand strong and hit, you know, Preston Williams on that um, route over the center of the field, he would have had 35 yards. He ran backwards and you know, threw it really short. He wasn't able to make that catch. And they punted. It didn't matter, but it's like, you got to hang in there. It's little things like that. Yeah, who hangs in there? Who hangs in there? Danny hangs in there. Danny always hangs in there. Gardner kind of sneaks away. Carson Wentz will hang in there until yeah. the guy's in his face and about to strip sack, but Carson doesn't care. He's oh, Car- still no, Carson there. Wentz could have a train. He could know there's going to be a nuclear bomb the next day, and he could have a train ticket that day, the day before, and be like, no, I'll wait. I got plenty of time. It's cool. I'm going to catch it later. Yeah. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it tomorrow. Yeah, and then he wouldn't get it. He He'd wake up it. too late. He's... Man, uh, I sent. I will say this about the Carson Wentz thing, then we can move back. But I sent my dad whenever the Carson Wentz throw happened for the fumble, mm-hmm. and it was the defender running out his face. I sent him the Austin Powers where it's the security guard going, no! Yeah, and yeah, it's the yeah. truck just going, it takes five minutes. That was exactly yeah. the scene for Carson Wentz. That's perfect. It was so awful. I'm excited to watch that game tomorrow. <laughs> you shouldn't be. I've watched, I've, watched, I've watched every game this year. The fact that that was a Sunday night game, oh. And I watched it from beginning to end. Oh, yeah. You see, the trick is you watch that game in thirty-five minutes instead of three hours and thirty-five. Minutes. Makes me hate myself. Yeah, that's how I I'm watch. I'm pretty it. sure I caused myself physical pain. Um, but the other thing about Flores I love is I think he's the only New England coach to get it. Where it's like, what what makes it? What makes Belichick Belichick? He understands value. He understands how to build a defense based around what his players are good at doing and how to attack the, the other team he's playing against. Yeah. Like you watch Matt Patricia's like, yeah, we blitz three. Exactly. We want to become physical and this. tough. We're going to sign a bunch of ex-New England players. 
And that's not, that's not how it works. And so I really love Flores last week because, you know, going back to week one, that golf game against Dallas, what did Dallas do well in the second half? They blitzed well. And they really create a lot of pressure, and golf can do anything against the blitz. And they whenever you have, whenever you're down by a little bit, and even though I'm being down, they just blitzed him, put seven guys. They would show seven guys, only bring three guys, create free rushers, and he was never comfortable at all. And that was why they won that game, because so they just blitzed golf, and he had no answer at all for it. I'm I'm just really surprised by what I saw from the Miami Dolphins, because that just showed me more than anything is that they are a complete team, and that this team does have a shot. Especially with the special teams. Who's that, Grant? Yeah. The moment that Grant... That was such a good return. That's the, the best return I've seen this year. The mo- Well, the first one that he had, though. The moment that he returns it 50 yards, maybe we shouldn't, like, kick, kick it. Like, add him. Pass maybe, the end yeah, zone. Let's try to, like, make this easier so we can get to him or he has to call a fair catch. But they do it again, and it's, mm-hmm. like, gone. It was... That's the best return we- I've seen this year. He even turned around. He did the showing off before he crossed the line. Yeah, turned yeah. Turned around. <laughs> he did it. I saw it. Uh, the only thing I like about Tua is that he throws left-handed. Man, I like that. Man, I, I. That's the only good thing I see about Tua l- last week. I like the fact that he throws left-handed. The Miami Dolphins broke my heart by playing Tua. Yeah, I, I know didn't realize that it. it would hurt though. See, now you know how I feel a lot of times. But I didn't realize that it would like I would care. Yeah, I, I just didn't think I would. But the Miami Dolphins have been more fun than the Buffalo Bills. No, they haven't. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Last, the last game was the most, the, more fun than any other game. The la- okay, I'll give you the last two weeks. Okay. Take that. I'll give you the last two weeks. Let's talk about the other side. It makes though. me sad, man. Arizona with Kyler. Now, this is the game. I'm I'm, a, I'm really interested for what Flores does against Arizona. You're wanting to see what the schemes he does. Yeah, I'm wondering points. how he's going to attack them. Because, like, you know, he blitzed seven, or he, he would do those sim pressures um, against Los Angeles, played a lot, cover one to attack them last week. And so I wonder how he's going to change against Arizona this week. He may. And I think that he is definitely going to be able to bring pressure on Kyler, hopefully be able to force him to throw may, the ball. Or try to even tackle him. Well, I don't think that's Who's going to tackle him? No. I think against them, you have to put Eric Rowe at linebacker. Sure, say nobody's going to be able to. I think you just got to put Eric Rowe at linebacker and just pray and have him spy. You, got anything else? you think that maybe that the Miami defense will be able to keep them in the game, though, and be able to stop Kyler, at least in the secondary? Or do you think that, no? I don't have, well, I think they're going to play good enough. But, I mean, they have a really good pass defense. Their run defense has been kind of bad. But, uh, and that was the other thing about that game last week is they fell behind and the Rams couldn't run the ball anymore. But Arizona can't run the ball at all. Matt, what if Tua throws two interceptions? Oh, so you want to see what it would take for Fitz to come back in. Like, what would it take at this point? Anything? Oh, no. You think that they'll do it? I don't think so. Yes. And get, the funny thing about Miami, too, is they have four top 64 picks next year. Because they have Houston's first-round pick, which is going to be a top-five pick. That's good. <laughs> and that was one of the funny things about the Tensil trade. was like, well, it's really not that good of a pick because the Texans are going to be in the playoffs, of course. <laughs> and because they're in the playoffs, you're going to trade like a 27 pick. I'm like, you have no idea what's going to happen in the future. You have no clue. You have no idea. Things change really quickly in the NFL. Matt, <laughs> Matt, what they're is gonna that? They're going to give a top five pick. What is, that, I was gonna say, what is that pick going to be? It's going to be a top five pick. Probably. What are they going to get? Miami? I don't know. Somebody really good, I guess. <laughs> they can get a wide receiver or defense. A, a defensive guy, another cornerback. Who knows? Oh they're going to be a lot. I mean, like, we've been, we, we're not very, we're right about everything, but especially this year when we said, 
Well, I think Miami's been like six and nine, six and ten, seven nine. That'd be awful. Be fun and kind of interesting. And then next year, once they get all those picks and these young guys develop even more, they're gonna be a playoff team probably next year. I think I called them awful, but I said that only because of Tua. Yeah, and I'm still sticking by that. Yeah, that's I fair. Just, like I think that the overall team now that I've seen what it is, I like it. But I still stand by about the Tua thing. That once that he's going to be the starter, they're just not going to be good. Yeah. He's not going to score points. You're not going to have the special teams that are going to be able to help you out like that mm-hmm. every game. It's not going to work against Arizona. Yeah, he won because of his defense. Yeah. And, it, and it's just, it's, I mean, like, I, Miami can play defense against Arizona. Like, Arizona's not going to have an easy time at all. It's just going to be different than it was last weekend. They're not going to create points like they did this week. I agree. Uh, the thing about Arizona I've been thinking about is their defense, their free agents they had last year, Devondre Campbell, Drake Kirkpatrick, Jordan Phillips, and Devon Kennard, they've all been good for them this year. Like they didn't add, like, they didn't spend a whole lot of money for their defense, but they're kind of like, you know, bargain bin sort of players. A little bit more, I don't know, what's in between bargain bin and expensive. I don't know what bargain bin is they're, these days. They're, uh, I don't know. What's a bargain bin? Like the, you know, when you ever you go to Walmart and get a DVD? Yeah, like and a it's $5 like, bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I know what the bargain bin is, but who would be the bargain bin here? I'm going to say they're not really a bargain bin. Oh, it's okay. like in between bargain bin and expensive. Oh, I'd say it's more expensive. Like fast casual. Yeah, there we no, go. No. But they've all been they've all been good, have contributed, and um and made like this defense gone from the worst one in the league to, you know, fairly good, like good enough. I think their secondary is the only thing that's really weak. Yeah, it's been good enough. And Baker's, you know, the defense player of the year. It's either him or Miles Garrett. Oh, Miles Garrett. He's so good. No, I wouldn't say it's either one. Isn't there one that we're missing here? Are you gonna say Aaron Donald? No. TJ Watt. No. I'll come up with him later. Stefan Gilmore. I'm not saying Stephon Gilmore. Well, you're running out of time. I'm not running out of time. So I'll think about it. Who do you have for this game? So for this game, I have, because two is the freaking starter, I have Arizona 35. I have Miami 21. Yeah, it sounds good. I think Arizona wins by two touchdowns. Yeah. I just. I mean, like, this is my lock. But I only think that they won that, that they're going to win that because of Tua. Yeah. I mean, I think Kyler's going to struggle a little bit. It depends on how many beers he's had the night before. Oh, my God, Matt. Can you imagine? No, he no how many apple teenies he had the night before. If it's like down by three. And just it's put like, Fitz in. Just put Fitz the in. The crowd's going crazy. The crowd, there's nobody in the stands. There's nobody there, but they're going crazy. They're going nuts. They're pumping the volume in the stands. Yeah. There it is, baby. Yeah, I I wish I don't understand it. I understand they're they're trying to have a better draft pick, but when you have a chance, you should go for it. And if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you should continue to tank. Yeah, they should. That's not the same situation. Put Danucci in. Let me see this. I'll watch it all year. You'll watch nine more Danucci games. I will watch nine more Danucci. He's playing again this week, right? By the way, if it gets me a top three draft pick. Because Andy got COVID. Yeah, I know Andy got COVID. Well, no, no. Uh, I think they're going to play Gilmer. Or they want to play Cooper. Oh, uh, they're going to play a different guy? Yeah, they're not playing Danucci. You understand that. Garrett Gilbert's kind of fun. Danucci was so bad. Yeah, I like the idea of Gilbert. Oh, and by the way, you also want to showcase what I need more than anything is a different running back. Because what you missed last week as well against Philly that you'll watch, just remember a play where Zeke gets eight yards on one carry, and then on the next play they're running the exact same thing. All he has to do is follow the exact same hole he just did. He doesn't go there. Instead, he runs into the guy on the opposite end, which is where none of his blocks. Okay, are. that's fun. Even the announcers, 
go, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> even the announcers, Matt, even Chris Collinsworth yeah, is yeah. going, well, they said, I don't know where he's, he just did that play. <laughs> <laughs> they were confused because he just ran the yeah, play yeah. and then did something the opposite. It's too easy. I, Makes like, too much sense. Oh, you got eight yards is nothing. Watch this. Yeah. Uh, so who's your upset pick this week? All right. Upset pick. Hold on. If you have yours, you say yours. I got to look at mine. So I have so Chicago, Tennessee. The Bears are six-point favorites. Oh, they're six-point underdogs since the Titans. Their defense is too good um, to not take those points. And again, like, it's Tennessee. They don't beat the crap out of anybody. Every game has to be really close and stupid. You want to see something crazy? Huh. I got Detroit over Minnesota. Okay. What's that point spread? No idea, but you it's got to be like ten. <laughs> it's your fault. You don't get to know. No, no, I'm still standing by it. I'm still. Standing I think by it. I looked at. I think it's four Minnesota. That's it. Three maybe for Minnesota. What? Yeah. I thought it'd be more than that. I mean, I thought about picking that one, but the lines are bad, stopping the run. I was gonna say that's a that's a horrible line though. They're they have a bad run defense. I hope it's like five. I think it's like no. I think it's like three or four. It's three. I'm screwed on that. Hey, it doesn't hurt you. Oh, no. I still feel like Detroit, though, is a good pick. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's our show for tonight. Good luck hanging in there in America. My name is Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Battle Red Radio. Thank you for being on tonight's show. You're welcome, man. Josh Allen, though. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.